Alright, alright, let's reach these goals. You're a beast, you're a tiger, you can do this. So in three, two, one, here we go. Yes, yes, alright. Welcome listeners to episode 104 of the Goal Mastery and Motivation podcast. For first-time listeners, this podcast was created to help people feel motivated and encourage individuals such as yourselves to reach for goals regardless of how difficult and challenging they may be. Life can be really hard at times, and the obstacles can feel insurmountable. But the truth is, goals can be achieved with the right mindset and the right effort and the right preparation. So this episode is really exciting for me because I had the privilege of interviewing Mr. Greg Frank, the creator and owner of Back Home Safely. Now, Greg's professional background is in occupational therapy, such as myself, and I really like what Greg has done with his education and professional background, and I believe it is important to share with the audience. So take a listen, and I hope you enjoy. Okay, I'm here with Greg. I'm really excited. Thanks for the opportunity to let me interview you. Welcome to the office. Um, It's a good way to spend our Friday afternoon. Yeah. um, Fire away. Anything I can do to help you, help OTs learn more about home modifications. It's a really great new type of um, thing that OTs are doing all over the place and uh, and we've developed a model here that hopefully we can share and help other people to do and help OT be the go-to people to bring people to their own homes. Exactly. Um, so as you know, in this podcast, Greg, what we're trying to do is we want people to uh, stay motivated, reach goals, regardless if, you know, if it's because of a physical injury or they're just uh, down and out and they're looking to stay motivated. The podcast is designed to hear people talk about their experiences, about what they've done and the things they've accomplished in their lives and how they're helping other people. And that's why you and this company was just such a great example to be on this podcast so people can hear the things that you've achieved to help other people out. And I think Back Home Safely does that. So if you can, uh, please just feel free to describe what Back Home Safely does and what the company's all about. Okay, well, I'm an OT. My wife's a PT. Uh, We breed OTs. We've got two daughters who are OTs. One's an OT, one's an OT student. And um, what we do, basically, after working in the clinic for 15 years in inpatient rehab, outpatient rehab, we own four of our own clinics. I did hand therapy for years, um, driver education, uh, we've done everything really in rehab, and then we decided 12 years ago to start back home safely because we saw people going to skilled nursing facilities who didn't really have to, or people living in their homes and falling, and they really shouldn't have been falling. And what we do is, so we go into their homes, we do a free assessment. The assessment is more of an estimate than it is a full OT assessment. Um, so we go in, we look at their, you know, basically to live in your own home, you need to go up and down the stairs. You need to be able to go in and out of the bathroom, on and off the toilet, in and out of the shower, and you need a place to hang out during the day, and you need a bed to be able to sleep in. If you can, if you can handle all those aspects, then you can remain home. Um, and if you can't handle those aspects, we, do, we have seven carpenters on staff, and we actually will modify your home if we have an idea um, that's going to be able to get you to be able to remain home in your home. Awesome. So um, you were mentioning how after doing all these different sectors of therapy that something clicked and told you, you know what, I want to do, I want to create a company that will help uh, manufacture homes better to help them stay as independent as possible. What was it that made you like, did, was there a certain moment that happened yes. or? Yeah. So what happened was um, we were doing a lot of workman's comp rehab. I was doing a lot of hands and we had a, a large um, clinic for, um, for, we did uh, a lot of getting people back to work and a lot of assessments to see if people should remain on their own job, um, work hardening type of stuff. 
and a case manager, workman's comp case manager came to me and they said that they just they renovated a house for an injured worker um, who had had a brain injury and he was hemiplegic. When they got him home from Kessler, um, the person couldn't do anything in their home. They weren't functional. Um, they really needed to um, figure out why this person couldn't function in the home after they'd done, just done all the, um, the renovations. So I went there and I realized right away that they hadn't addressed the fact that the guy was hemiplegic. You know, general builder isn't going to understand what it doesn't mean to be able to use your left hand. Um, so he put all the grab bars in reach within reach of the left hand. Um, even the shower head was mounted on the wall next to his left hand. Um, there was only one uh, um, handrail everywhere. So she asked me, the case manager. So I told the case manager right away, this is what's wrong. This is what needs to be fixed, and he'll be able to work safely in his home. And she said, do you have any contractors you recommend for me that can do this? I said. Not really, I don't, um, but I can do it. <laughs> so I called my wife. I said, honey, I'm going to be home. I'm going to go get, I'm going to grab my tools. I'm going to spend all night and I'm going to fix this house so that he can live here. Wow. Um, I was very tired the next day when I got home. I bet. And uh, I, I got home. I said to my wife, you know what? I have a new idea. Um, and luckily she supported my idea. You know, in a relationship, you don't always support <laughs> the idea of your spouse, especially, you know, changing jobs and career paths sure. when you have three children. and. Um, and she supported it and so we started this business back home safely and it, it took off very rapidly yeah she had to go out and, and, and work another job for a while while we because um, we left our, our, our clinics we stopped that and she went out and got a home care job and uh, within a year we were busy enough and um, that she could stop doing the home care and work with me full-time right. and for the past 11 years she's worked with me full-time awesome so I, what I like hearing about what you just said is like out of like, I wouldn't say, yeah, well, the kindness of your heart, but you saw, man, this guy could really benefit from having the proper adjustments, like the, uh, the correct setup. Like, as you said, the general contractor wasn't thinking uh, in the way a therapist would think, you yeah. know, I mean, I'm sure the contractor tried their best, but it's they weren't thinking like a therapist. But you went out there and you did this and you decided to do this in one night. And so it was just like out of the goodwill, you know, you're. And it was just something inside you because you're a therapist and you want to help people out. And so how did he respond to you after you did this for him? The, the um, I guess you could say the person, the, the patient, you know? Well, I can make up some story that he was really happy about it, but he was brain injured and his, he had cognitive disabilities. Okay. So, so he wasn't as, um, it was more the, you know what, it was more um, the OTs and PTs that he had been working with and the um, nurse case manager that was able to solve the problem so that she could keep the person home. Yeah. Um, but the fact is that, um, that I wish I could tell you, yes, he was jumping up and down <laughs> and, and had a celebration about it, um, but he didn't grasp it as much. No, that's all right. right. But you, I mean, you felt it, right? right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It was very rewarding. So that feeling that I felt when I did that, right. I instantly knew this is the job that I'm going to do. You know, a lot of people in their careers will, 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 you know, do the same thing, you know, throughout their whole career. Right. Me, I've changed, you know, like I said, from geriatrics to hands right. to, you know, home care, just right. about everything. And mm -hmm. this was just my next step. Yeah. yeah. So it seems like um, starting a business or, or, you know, venturing out to different parts of therapy was, just came innately to you. But in addition to that, like, like wouldn't you say it takes courage or it takes a, some type of character? Or what would you say is important to, like, one is just say, you know what, instead of just working with this company, I'm going to start my own company. Okay, so I haven't had a job since I'm 22 years old. Um, I've always been involved in private practice, 
So my father is a physical therapist. He had a private practice. Um, and so I grew up around private practice. So everything I've done, um, even when I worked in skilled nursing facilities, they contracted me out to do it. Oh, um, so okay. I've always been involved in business at some point or another. Mm -hmm. um, and my wife is also very business oriented. Mm -hmm. So she, her father was an accountant and she worked alongside him for a while. Um, and she also worked in a bank between her undergrad degree and her degree in physical therapy. She worked in a bank. So we both have a very strong Driven. understanding of business. I grew up in a bakery. Okay. Um, I, we had a family bakery and um, we're customer service. You know, my grandfather taught me from day one that anybody can bake a cake. It's how you run a, a, a bakery so that everyone in the neighborhood, it feels good when they come to your, mm -hmm. your bakery and they like your product, but they also like being recognized. And just, I, I grew up on family business. Awesome, so. right. And I mean, honestly, when I came here and, and thank you so much for giving me the tour of the place and uh, honestly, like, I, I wasn't expecting it to be as like it seems like you guys are super busy your warehouse has so many things in it and your showroom is awesome and it's just like wow this this seems like it's really taking off and you said it was about a year though of struggle right your your wife took a, a side job or right so i don't know if it was a struggle for a year but we couldn't support a family of five mm -hmm. uh, on developing a new the first year of developing a business and that's pretty typical um and the, tr the truth is our office for the first 10 years was out of our house. So this office is rather oh, new. Okay. Um, until we developed where we had six neighborhood moms come to our house every day. Um, and we had um, cubicles all over our house. No so we, way. We took up our living room um, and two bedrooms upstairs. Um, became, this is amazing. Yeah, it became our office. And six extra cars on our block every day. Our neighbors were good about handling that. Um, we always had an off-site warehouse, an off-site for our vehicles, mm -hmm. um, but the office itself was completely run out of our house. Wow. Okay. <laughs> see, like, but that, like, I love hearing that side of businesses because, you know, people tend to see the end result and, you know, they, they don't get to see like the hard work or what the, the grass root part of a business, you know, and it just hearing that, that's amazing. I love that you said there was like the neighbor, the neighborhood women, yeah. <laughs> they, they helped out and they came inside and they became part of the team. You know, that's who still works for us. Basically, you know, it's it's those are the real people in the world. You know, I can go on Craigslist and find some people from all walks of life. But the, the truth is the ladies from the neighborhood who they've all gone out, they've gotten their college education, they stopped working, they raised their kids. Now they want to go back to work, but they don't want to go to corporate America. These are people, they have parents themselves who have been through health issues. They've got children who've had health issues. They understand real world problems. And when people call our office, these are, you know, these are people who can have some empathy, empathy. at least some concern yeah. um, for the clients and handle it like, um, like you'd want in your own family to be handled. Um, yeah. And these are the people we find are most successful at helping us run our practice. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. And so, uh, what are some cases that like stand out to you that you've worked on or I mean if you have any in particular that yeah there's there's you know I'll tell you there's one case that we've been treating probably since the beginning of, of our business we started treating her she's got MS okay. um, she was a, um, a mother who had just she wasn't a, she adopted a child who was an infant um, and then was diagnosed with MS um, and she's a larger woman living by herself trying to raise a child, um, and her job actually would not accommodate the work site, so she had to leave her job. 
And um, over the last 10 years, she went from walking and needing a stairlift to us completely renovating her kitchen so that she can wheel up under her counters with her power wheelchair, to doing a ceiling lift system, a roll-in shower. Um, Now we've just reconstructed her whole deck for her so that she can actually have egress. God forbid there's a fire. She's petrified that she couldn't get out of her house. Um, What if she couldn't get out? We only made one door accessible for her with the ramp. So she wanted a second door accessible, so we just rebuilt her deck even with her um, with her back door. Um, and we just keep on going to her house and, and keeping her there when she would have really gone to a, uh, in other situations, she would have been at a skilled nursing facility right. years ago. Right. Um, and now her almost teenage daughter, who was an infant when we met her, um, still gets to remain living home with her wow. mom. So that's, that's a that's a good case. I love yeah that yeah. sounds that sounds good and that's so, so rewarding you know. It is and we actually go and walk the uh, MS walk with her every year oh, that she hosts and her team. Really nice. Yeah. That's so nice. and my um my children grew up uh, babysitting for her daughter and when they went my kids got their licenses they would drive her van oh so that gosh. she was able to see her daughter going to sporting events and that sort of thing dance recitals. Oh, wow. Um, via their the van that this person was no longer a, a client, they became like part of your family. Yes, they did, like, wow. right? They they are, That's but awesome. we have several but, clients that through the years, yeah. you know, with a degenerative disease, we track. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas some diseases, you know, like a a spinal cord is pretty much you're going to see them and fix it, and that's all you're going to have to do is not going to degenerate. Um, and then unfortunately, we get some, you know, ALS, these sort of situations where, um, where we're able to still keep these people at home where they never would be able to. Right. So. Right. And see, but it, what I think is it's also a testament to the type of culture that you have, like you were talking about before, the customer service and the bakery and the things mm-hmm. like that. I mean, and that's why it's not just a, any old contracting company that does some work and then says, okay, goodbye. This well, that's what makes it easy because contractors have a terrible reputation, you know, and um, it, so it makes it very easy that when another contractor comes in and gives advice and then we come in there, they look and they smile and they say, wow, what a different world. Sure. So that makes it a lot easier sure. for us. Yeah. Sure. And so you right now, we're in Randolph right now. You also have a, an Edison office. Yeah. So my brother-in-law, Scott, he runs a, another division of our practice for South Jersey. Okay. So we have another office, another, um, not office down there. He runs that office out of his house, but we have another warehouse down in Edison. Oh, okay. Would you say you cover all of New Jersey? What areas do you cover? We cover all of New Jersey except for the far southern, I guess, Ocean County. Other than that, um, we cover all of New Jersey. Okay. All right. So, I mean, because of the, the growth and, you know, the demand, do you ever feel like either like creating another office or franchising? Do you ever see that going down the road? Well, that's an interesting question. So, uh, so we have developed a franchise model. Uh-huh. Um, it's called Greenlight Mobility. It's a different, completely different company. It's taken us about three years to get that off the ground. The only one who makes money in franchising is the attorneys. <laughs> so there's a lot that goes into franchise yeah. processes. Yeah. Um, and we've also had some difficulty with it. We've attended the um, AOTA conferences. We've attended the APTA conferences and really trying to get the word out to other therapists who want to do this. Sure. And to be honest with you, um, other therapists want to do therapy. And once they see up close what we do every day, um, I run a construction company. Um, and I meet in the morning with guys who um, load trucks and go out and they break up our houses and rebuild them. And we, you know, it, it is construction. Yeah. And when people get closer to it, therapists um, haven't had, even though they have the dream of doing this, once they touch it and feel it and do it all day, they'd rather be back in the clinic or at least just doing assessments 
and then making a recommendation mm. that someone else would mm. do it. Right. That's what we found. Okay. Yeah. Right. I see. So. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a construction job more than a therapy job. Sure. So. Sure. But you, I mean, but your knowledge, you and your wife's knowledge as PTs and OTs have made. Um, it more than that and what makes you stand out just like you said it's actually easier for you when you walk into someone's home after a, a general contact right right wow so it's always refreshing yeah but. yeah definitely the, um, I'll tell you what like uh, I mean for me it was it was just a nice experience seeing all of this and uh, understanding it better because you have come to our clinic before that's how we mm -hmm. met and um and I get, I get to see a little bit more detail of how many things you offer, all the different types of uh, chair lifts, all the different types of uh, you know, setups for the bathroom. And it's really nice to see that. Um, now, also, I, I read something that you, you're also either part of the AOTA. You do something with the AOTA? Or? Yeah, so the Home Modification Network is part of one of the special interest groups. Mm -hmm. um, I am the... You know, I was for, for the last two years, I was um, network manager for the, um, for the special interest group for home modification. Um, that's all changed over, and they've asked me to do that again, so we've been in talks about me doing that again um, for the, the, the um, special interest network. Oh, okay. All right, cool. So, and also you say that you're also doing CEUs? Yes. So, okay. Um, and uh, so, so now we've organized CEUs. We've been... Um, We've been going to different clinics and doing outside of our you know, one-hour CEUs, mm -hmm. but now we just started a new two-hour CEU. The first one's going to be in about two weeks where they're going to actually come to us. Um, we're going to be able to see 26 people at a time wow. and have groups where we rotate through the different equipment. So we'll present on the equipment for an hour, and the yeah. second hour we'll actually be utilizing the equipment and reviewing it. Yeah. Um, so for OTs, PTs, social workers, um, nurses, and nurse case managers, um, <coughs> Thank you. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> okay. All right. So, wow. Uh, all right. CEUs. That's good, though, because, I mean, that's just another type of CEU because, you know, they tend to get repetitive. Like, or what comes in the mail, I know, uh, to my home, right. it's always the very similar CEU courses. So but you this need to do good. them so you can get your credit right, out. Right. So we're trying to make it more interesting to get the credit yeah, out. Yeah, I agree. Right. And in that, well, we also have something else that we started um, is that we're starting to do more wheelchair clinics here. Um, okay. You know, where, where we'll be able to do specialty wheelchair seating. Uh, mostly what we're focusing on is the geriatric patient who um, has been released. They're sitting home in a slings wheelchair that was given by Medicare. They're very uncomfortable. They can't pro propel throughout the house. Um, they're developing sores, and they end up not wanting to be in their wheelchair. They end up sitting in a chair and not moving all day. Right. So um, we've uh, been lucky to have a lot of equipment um, brought over by our um, ATPs in the community. Um, and we actually have an ATP. We have an advanced seating system come in to help us out with the seating system. And we're able to uh, get people seated more comfortably um, yeah. and more functionally yeah. in their home. Quicker. Yeah, much quicker. Yeah, yeah. that's important. Yes. Because um, I know I've, I've had experience when I work with patients that it's taken them such a long time to get the right wheelchair. Unfortunately, the insurance industry is very difficult when it comes to wheelchairs. So if we can bypass that the insurance industry part of it, yeah. we very quickly can get someone functional in their chair. Right, right. Wow. Well, I appreciate it. I think you've given us so much information in such a little period of time. It was no really good, though. Um, before we go, uh, 
would you be able to say anything to anyone who's listening to who's either trying to start something like this or some you know like trying to encourage people to go out and venture because it may it may have come a little bit easier for you but i know you've been through obstacles yourself to to get to where you are now to see where your business started at home and then coming into this office i see the difference and what what tips or advice you could give someone to encourage them and push them to move forward with whatever goal they're going after well the truth is a lot of times people when they're interested in this they actually come and spend a day with me and i encourage people to come and spend a day with me see what goes on here um see you know Go on some avows with me, mm-hmm. um, see what we have set up, meet with the guys, see what's going on in the jobs. Um, very often I have people come with me, I have students come with me, and other practicing therapists who are just interested in it. Um, as far as you know, the, the business model of, of, of running the business, um, also people call me all the time to, to figure it out. But again, you know, as OTs, we do the right thing. We, you know, we, we, we understand how to make you know their environment safer. So the business end kind of become, you know if, if you don't understand the business end that doesn't come natural to you, you have to hire someone who knows about business. Right. I married well. You know <laughs> I have I have a wife who's very supportive of running business. She's very interested in that, yeah. um, and she agrees with me on on how to do it most of the time. Not all the time. <laughs> we don't always agree. Um, but having that family support that we can do it together just make, makes it possible. Okay. Yeah. Good. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to no, talk to, to me. Honor. And um, I'm looking forward to putting this out on the podcast so other therapists and other individuals can hear it. You know, because it's not just going to be therapists who are listening to this. It's going to be people who, you know, may have had injuries themselves and who might feel like, very concerned about going back home and saying you know uh, what am I going to do it's things are not the way they used to be how am I going to adjust to this and so this is good this is something for them to hear too and become a little bit more optimistic that there there are options mm-hmm. so again thanks so much for, for your time this was great I really no appreciate thanks it thanks for coming okay okay you know. All right, great. I love that episode. Thank you so much again to Greg and back home safely. We really appreciate the fact that you let us interview you and thanks for sharing so much of that knowledge. Um, okay, for the audience, if you want to reach out to Greg and his team, go home, go over to backhomesafely.com and over there you'll get a lot of answers. If you uh, have a family member or if you know somebody who could benefit from having their home modified so that they could be as independent and as functional as possible, again, go to that website and they're very readily accessible, very easy to contact. And I really think it's a good idea to check out that website. Okay, uh, before we sign off on this episode, I just would like to remind you guys that if there's anyone out there who's looking for a way to try to stay focused on their goals and trying to stay motivated, one of the best ways to do it is write down your goals. We have the planner that's out on Amazon, or you can go to the website, goalmasteryplanners.com. And if you go to Amazon, just type in Goal Mastery Planner, and you'll see that uh, we have a product out there, a planner that's really awesome to use, and it's really beneficial for anyone trying to reach out to any goal that they're going after. It really helps break it down, and it's just a really powerful tool. And... Um, just I've gotten good feedback from people saying how it's helped them and helped them, you know, get more focused and more aligned on what they're trying to do. And, you know, you get a feel for it. You start seeing results little by little, day by day uh, when you use a planner like this. I mean, of course, you don't have to use this planner. You can get whatever you want or just write things down on a sticky note. But here at Goal Mastery, 
and motivation. We just encourage people that if you really have goals and you're really trying to go after it, just write them down every day. Believe in yourself that you can do it because anything can be done if you try your best and you know you stay on task and you stay focused and you have the right mentality. So on that note, we'll let everyone go and and thanks for listening and tune in for the next episode.